Hi there, and welcome to Living with Victory, brought to you today by Teague's Grocery and Cafe, serving Maggie Valley since 1965. Teague's is Maggie Valley's only grocery store. They're located at 130 Soco Road near the eastern entrance to the Great Smoky Mountain National Park and the Blue Ridge Parkway. You'll find supermarket product assortment in a smaller shopping environment with everything you need, whether you live in the area or are just passing through. Stop in for breakfast or lunch at the Corner Cafe, where they feature a variety of daily specials. Teague's Grocery and Cafe is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 7 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Call them at 828-926-1147 or stop in at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley. Teague's Grocery and Cafe. And by the way, today's program is also available on GodTube, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, and at livingwithvictory.podbean.com. It's time for Living with Victory, a program of hope and encouragement brought to you by Living with Victory Ministries and listeners like you. In a moment, we'll join your hosts, Laureen and Tony Giorgio, for today's message of perseverance and hope. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the Welcome to Living with Victory, where life isn't about waiting for the storms to pass. It's about learning to have peace, joy, and victory in the midst of the storm, because Jesus is your umbrella. Hi, this is Tony Giorgio. Welcome to another edition of Living with Victory. And before we go on, I want to let you know that you can contact us. I know you have nothing to write with right now, but we'll repeat it later on. But if you do want to contact us, very simply, it's at livingwithvictory at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, livingwithvictory.org. You can send prayer requests. And also, we'd love to hear what you have to say about the programming. Do you like it? Don't you like it? What do you want to hear? It's okay. You can tell us. Be truthful. And we'd really appreciate it. And also, if you want prayer requests, send them on. Okay, so that was livingwithvictory at gmail.com and livingwithvictory.org. You can also, if you like, make donations on that website. Okay, and without further delay, I want to introduce my wonderful wife, Laureen, who has the topic of the day and the scripture of the day. Laureen. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Today's topic is the love of God working through us. 2 Corinthians 5.14 The love of Christ compels us. Luke 10.27 You must love your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. When we see someone who is hurting, how do we react? Do we feel uncomfortable and don't know what to say or simply ignore the situation and turn away? Or do we allow God to compel us with his love to help? 
this is a choice we have to make. Choice, yes. It doesn't come right. naturally. We do have to make this choice. We have a dear friend with us today who has decided to help and has been helping for 25 years. Oh, yeah. Ann Curtis, also known as the Queen of Hearts. Anne is a registered drama therapist, has a master's degree in interdisciplinary arts, certified trauma services specialist, bereavement educator, healing arts humor specialist, actress, lecturer, presenter. Anne brings all of this knowledge, all of her love and creative imagination to patients with life-threatening diseases and their families. She does this in the area hospitals, hospice, retirement homes, and support groups. And thank you so much for joining us today. And please tell us, why are you doing this? I sometimes ask myself that. The same thing, right? <laughs> yes, when I could uh, possibly, you know, just go outside and sit in the sun and read a book. And well, you're retired like we are, th- right? That's mm-hmm. right, I okay. am. And um, I... Truly believe that exactly what Lorene just read from the passages in the Bible, that I have been compelled to do this. I mean, that's a good word, compelled, because it really doesn't make a lot of logical sense. I just feel this inner voice that tells me that I need to use the rather peculiar talents that I have (laughs) for acting and making people laugh and um, thinking in metaphors and and being creative and and just trying to make people feel encouraged and feel better. And I've always um, enjoyed doing that. Even when I was a little girl, apparently, the only good thing the teacher could say about me in nursery school was that I helped feed a little boy who had trouble eating his lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so not much has changed. But I think that we're all called by the Holy Spirit, really, to use whatever talents we have to make this world a better place, to reach out to our neighbors and, and whatever situation God puts us in. Somehow, we're given the strength to say and do the right things to help others. You helping that little boy to eat his lunch was a very important thing. Not many people would have taken time for that little boy. And hope and encouragement and caring about somebody's needs is, I think, more important to me than getting an A in algebra. I think that people often don't realize that everyone has a talent that can bring joy to other people. Recently, we had a situation on our street where one of our neighbors, her son, who was an only son, was murdered. And people don't know what to do in situations like that. And to just reach out and, you know, I felt that my role was to rally the neighbors round and encourage people to do something. And so a group of us went up there and, you know, one person baked cookies, another one brought an apple pie and it's just a symbol of God's love, a symbol of caring. Exactly. And, and you didn't have to go very far to do this, did you? You stepped out your door and there was your neighbor and you took that on. You didn't have to get on a plane and travel across the world. Right? It was a, literally a neighbor. That's the whole point, really. It really is. Um, and sometimes, you know, it takes someone who perhaps has some experience in helping others to encourage people to actually get out there and do something. I've had so many people who'll say, well, you know, I don't know what to say to someone who's right. grieving, or I don't know what to say when I go visit somebody at the hospital. I just, so, you know, I just don't go. I send flowers, but I don't go. Exactly. And flowers are very nice, but the human presence 
being present in the moment with people when they're going through dark times. I feel that is what we're called to do. You do have two groups right now that you're dealing with. Right. I go where I'm led. And at different times, I've, I've been, as you've already mentioned, you know, involved with different projects. And right now, I, was, I run a cancer support group that is rather unusual because mm, yes. a lot of cancer support groups, everybody gets together and they share information about the illness as well as sharing how they feel and when they share this information about the illness, you know, quite often they're, they're telling their sad stories. They're also learning about different treatments. For some people, this doesn't work. It actually makes them more depressed. For other people, sure. that's what they need. I was led to this by actually a doctor. She was an OBGYN herself who had breast cancer. And she found that any support group she went to just made her more and more emotionally drained because as a doctor, she knows all of the things that could happen. She knows all the medical side. And she had learned as a doctor to professionally distance herself from the emotional piece. You know, doctors have to, to protect themselves. Oh, they, sure. Otherwise, they'd be crying all the time. Yes. Yes. And they have to be strong because they have to take the science and the knowledge that God's given us to heal these people physically, but they are not a part of healing them emotionally. And so she really didn't know how to deal with the terribly powerful emotions, which of course are really the grieving process that she was going through with her cancer. And she came to a group that I'd been asked to run again. It was a call. <laughs> I was asked to start a group called a creative coping group. And she was brought to that group by a friend after the group, she said, this is now my life's purpose. Mm -hmm. I want you to start a cancer support group for people like me and for caregivers that focuses on joy, that focuses <laughs> on how do we bounce back? How do we cope with difficult emotions? What are the resilience skills that will get us through this? Right. She loved the humor in the group. She oh, loved yeah. um, the art that we were doing. She loved the singing, the, the jokes. So I'm actually rehearsing all those skills with people so that when they need it, they have it ready to use. Um, she would, she's told me since then, you know, because in Victory Support Group, I always give handouts that summarize a lot of the, the didactic or the piece that I'm trying to teach people right. during that particular session, what resilience skills I'm, I'm talking about. Like, for example, next time I'm working on... Um, how reading is really good for our health and using the metaphor of a bookmark and how we there have a bookmark really is a reminder to stay in the present moment because when you're reading a book, you put the bookmark there. Why? <laughs> you don't want to lose your place. You don't right? want to lose your place. Right. And often you don't we want feel to go lost. backwards Back either. It. Now yeah, exactly. you want to move forward. Right. You know, Because yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Today's a gift. Yes. That's why we call exactly. it the present then I'll summarize, you know, all the points about the health benefits of reading, for example, and right. the scientific studies. And they take that handout home. And she said she tends to always, when she's having a bad day, go back to her binder where she's put all the different handouts as we go along. And there's always something to lift her up when she needs it. And you've pretty much given them a vacation from stress, you might say. Like oh, the brochure yes. says it's a vacation yeah. from stress. 
although there's a lot of thought that goes into it ahead of time, we start by, we have somebody playing the guitar. We'll usually have some upbeat songs like Lean On Me and, think, and mm -hmm. people join in. We'll have different exercises on therapeutic humor. You know, it's been proven that even a false laugh, right. which is very lucky because it means you don't need a good joke. Right. right, because even a false laugh, a <laughs> exactly. fake laugh, and that's, exactly. you know, there's a lot of fields now. There's laughter yoga that mm -hmm. people use. There's um, laughter clubs where people just go out into a park and, and just because they've discovered that the physical action of laughter puts the same chemicals, healing chemicals into the brain mm -hmm. and the body as a real laugh. Isn't that amazing? And of course, it's hard to have a real laugh when you're going through something difficult. Oh, yes. But if you can yes. say to yourself, okay, now I'm going to grow a smile. Okay, so start growing a smile. Tony, let me see. Yeah, it's getting bigger. It's getting bigger. Now, Tony, if you're having a really bad day, what you do is you take a little piece of smile floss and you put it on one end of your mouth and you then go. on the other. Just hook it on. Okay, now pull it up. Pull it up. Okay, now tie that around your ears and that will hold your smile up all day. You know, so it's that kind it's of silly. Um, yes. And, but it's at the same time teaching them something and then right. we'll do visual art with them too so for example yes, in our next right. session they're going to be making bookmarks using tissue paper and, and different things and, and then so the art becomes a metaphor they're creating yes. their hands Something are busy good. they're right. in the moment yeah. so yep. they've got the music playing so what's it doing it's it's taking the anxiety away, away. what it's also doing yeah. is letting them know they're still useful ah good point yeah they're still useful they still can do something that matters because they're very pr proud of their artwork. I always oh, take photographs sure. and I'll, I'll sometimes even make a little video and send it to them as a follow-up. Um, we sometimes write poems too. We do mm -hmm. a, a, it's a game, a group poem game where mm -hmm. each person writes a few lines on the theme and then they fold it over so the next person only sees the last line they wrote. And what's amazing is you feel the spirit through these mm. poems. Oh, yes, um, what's coming Because they always come as though they've been written by one person. It's also a metaphor for how you have to let whatever is happening in your life unfold one moment at a time. You know, I started really as a teacher and then a creative dramatics teacher. And it was a child that really led me to seeing how the arts that I used could really help someone. I had a little boy in my group once and I knew that he had lost his sister in a car accident and he would not join in to the the mm. drama you know his mm. his mother put him in the group but he would often just <clears throat> stand to one side you know or not join in very much until one day my whole theme was humor you know we'd been laughing we'd been telling jokes we'd been doing comedy skits and, and then I divided them into groups and, and they had to make up a comedy skit using certain things he said I want to do one by myself uh -huh. like oh great right. it's the first time he's wanted to do anything, <laughs> anything at all yeah. and he started to act out being a crazy car oh. and he was going vroom vroom round and round the room vroom vroom and then he would fall down and laugh hysterically getting up again and he oh, did it over wow. and over again until he was spent there was an absolute silence in the room the children knew something special was going was on going on and it turned out he had been in the car on his way to school with his mother driving when they had this accident oh. and his sister was killed. Oh, my. Acting that out, because that's another thing. When we have difficult emotions, it puts us into fight or flight. 
fight mm-hmm. or flight are both action responses. Right. right. If you stuff those action responses and don't have an opportunity to express through movement, through art, through music, you can't process because the logical side of the brain shuts down. And it was so interesting that after that catharsis, he joined in, he was able to start talking about it. And that was before I had become a drama therapist. And Mm. somebody said to me once, you know, there is such a thing as drama therapy. This was a psychologist. She said, I've been putting children in your groups. You don't know that. (laughs) Because of what you're doing is very helpful. And so that led me to exploring further. And it was at a very good time in my life when my youngest son was in his senior year or junior year in high school. And I knew I would have more time. I wouldn't Mm. be busy with, you know, raising three sons. But, um, you know, when we're grieving, the arts can help so much. And so I ended up Mm -hmm. working with a hospice that had an outreach program and we would help grieving children run groups in the schools. And um, that, you know, led to some of my other work. And this is here in Central Florida, actually. Oh, yes. And you can use a lot of volunteers to help out, right? Because there's a lot going on, right? Always, yes. I mean, Victory Support Group the cancer support group. We are our own nonprofit, but um, recently we have been allowed to use South Seminole Hospital as our location for our meetings, which is wonderful because we are now a part of the Orlando Health UF Cancer Center's Center for Integrative Medicine and part of their healing arts in medicine program Yes, um, because they didn't have anything at South Seminole. So this is an opportunity for people in Seminole County to have a group that's closer to to where they live and um, help not just the cancer patients, but also caregivers and even professionals who are working with cancer and need a vacation from the stress. Without a doubt. And And you do have the other group, Cheer Up? Yes. um, Cheer Up is a very fun group. It's (laughs) actually working with people with Parkinson's disease and their caregivers or family members. And it's using improv comedy and theater techniques to help them with the symptoms of their illness. So theater actually fits really well because Parkinson's, they have a lot of different symptoms that are to do with movement. And of course, actors have a lot of exercises that are fun and teaching you to be aware of your gestures, aware of all the different muscles in the body so that you can move smoothly. And and so I can use all those different techniques to help them with movement. Also, theater people are always working on their speech, which is another piece in Parkinson's that um, is hard for them to deal with. So we do tongue twisters and and they make up skits. and, And of course, the improv, they've proven that, you know, creativity helps the aging brain and keeps neural networks growing. We actually can grow new neural networks through having a lot of novelty in our life. Well, there's nothing more novel than improv. (laughs) (laughs) And what we teach them is, and I do the same with other groups, the cancer group as well, is that we have to say yes to whatever's going on in our life. And then you say, and, okay, Uh so yes, this is going on in my life. And now how do I take one small step to deal with it? And that's just like improv, because you're handed an object, for example, and told, okay, this, Go with it. You know, this <laughs> bottle of water is uh, going to explode in two seconds, and you have to go with it in the skit and make it exactly. funny. Um, exactly. So you add to it, you say, sure. and. And then after you've done yes, and, you act as if. 
One of the wives mm -hmm. of uh, somebody who has Parkinson's in my group said, her watchword this year is pretend. Mm -hmm. Act as if things are better than they are. Because right. that way you find joy. That way yes. you can stay right. positive. That way you can still have hope. Exactly. And when someone gets sick like that, they don't know what to say. What is the main thing that someone can do to help a, a patient? I think the main thing is to see them as the person that they know them as and not as an illness. So often when people go into a hospital room, you know, they think of the person as ill and that they really can't talk about anything else. So they sort of cringe against the wall of the hospital room mm -hmm. and say, how are you? <laughs> right. Well, well, <laughs> duh. <laughs> right. I mean, you can say, oh, I'm so sorry that you have to be here and, and, and you, that you're dealing with this. And I know that you're strong and I know you're going to, you know, cope the best that you can. And then you can talk about other things. Sure. I remember yeah. when you walked in on it, me at Florida Hospital. I mean, I mean, I was almost half dead, really. And, <laughs> and I forgot that I was in a hospital. Well, but I took you right on now. an imaginary journey. And you did. Do you that's remember right. that? Mm -hmm. Sometimes yes. I, I'll say to people, you know, I know you. You love it in this hospital bed. But if you could be somewhere else, where would you like to be? And where did you want to be? I Tony? wanted, believe it or not, back then... I wanted to be in the mountains in a cabin. Where are we, dear, today? In the mountains. <laughs> it could be a little smaller cabin. Though. Yeah, right. <laughs> the funny thing was, you had no idea at that time no. that you would end up living. Not at all. Not at all. That, in yeah. a cabin in the woods in exactly. the mountains. Yeah. Watch out what you wish for. Uh, right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, I always tell people that if you listen to your inner voice, if you listen to the spirit within you, you will say the right thing. If your heart is in the right place, 99.9% .9 of the time, God will inspire you. And the right words, I've had this happen to me yes. over and over again. Right. I've been yeah. put in situations where I'm like, oh God, please, yeah. because I really don't know. And somehow the right words come out. And if you say something that perhaps wasn't as helpful as you would have liked, well, fix it. That's right. That's right. Exactly. You know. But that's the point of this, the way we started today. The love of God compels us to want to help other people. How do they reach you if they wanted to? The phone number for Victory Support Group is 407-920-5414. You could call that number for a cheer up as well. Or you can email Anne at ac underscore hearts at hotmail.com. And all these groups are free. That's another yes, that, piece I'd like to, to that's get across. Yes. That, that is a community service here in Central Florida, without a doubt. So know. if anyone is going through the trauma of cancer or Parkinson's, you are missing out on a wonderful time coming to these groups. Oh, yes. Because Anne is one of a kind. <laughs> 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 you would have a wonderful time plus... Help your faith to grow. Feel better while you're going through your storm. Go through it with peace. You can make that choice. No matter what, I'm going to dig my heels in and this is the way I'm going to do it. Yes, you can actually prepare yourself for waiting in a waiting room or going to visit somebody. Sure. Like the neighbors carrying cookies. You can have a tote bag where you put in maybe a coloring book. Uh, mm -hmm. Make sure you have music on your phone that, that's going to distract you. Bring a game to play with a patient or, you know, pictures from their last holiday. Exactly. Things to talk about that you would if you were in one another's homes. 
Well, th- this has been just fabulous and really appreciate it and the blessings that you give so many. And if you want, you can also go to our website and we'll have information on there about Ann, okay? And I'm going to forego giving you our information. Tim, our announcer, will give it to you at the end of the program. But just remember Ann, the Queen of Hearts, and that she is here doing her work and you can contact her. At 407-920-5414 and AC underscore hearts at hotmail.com. Pick up the phone, (laughs) email, whichever, please do. And go with a, a spirit of having fun and healing. God bless you. And remember, we'll see you next week. And remember, Jesus is your umbrella. In the storm. (laughs) You're singing in the rain. I'm singing in the rain. Just singing in the rain. Thanks, Ian, very much. Thank you. Help Loreen and Tony in their ministry by becoming a Living with Victory partner. You can make a donation of any amount through PayPal at livingwithvictory.org or send your check to Living with Victory, P.O. Box 1982, Maggie Valley, North Carolina, 28751. That's Living with Victory, P.O. Box 1982, Maggie Valley, North Carolina, 28751. You've been listening to Living with Victory with Lorraine and Tony Giorgio, who for over 30 years have advocated for seriously ill children through Compassion Children's Foundation, today known as Living with Victory Ministries. Support for this radio ministry and our outreach programs comes from listeners like you. Many families that have children that need daily treatments for their illnesses are extremely challenged due to the cost of simply getting to the treatment facilities. Our Fuel for Life outreach supplies gas cards to families at four children's hospitals. You can support our outreach programs by sending your tax-deductible donations to Living with Victory, P.O. Box 1982, Maggie Valley, North Carolina, 28751. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this radio ministry, we'd love to hear from you as well. Thanks for listening. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the The preceding program was brought to you by Teague's Superette and Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley. Call them at 828-926-1147. You can hear this program and others from Living with Victory Ministries on YouTube, GodTube, iTunes, Spotify, and at livingwithvictory.podbean.com.